Lego does something truly right, the media always does everything truly wrong, and once upon a time we made a mistake, we learned from it, and now we don't make it anymore. This is episode one of the Soul of Wisdom, buckle up, because here we go. Okie dokie, we are what, four seconds in now? Maybe three? Something like that. Wow. Okay. So good news. I uh, looked at the interwebs this morning and there are 57,284 podcasts that have launched just today. So that makes us what? 57,285? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get seen. Yeah. Right away. <laughs> right away. No problem. So the other thing that I read was that on average, the first podcast episode that anybody puts out, they get uh, three views. But interesting, five out of those three views will actually be relatives. Oh, okay. I don't even know if we'll have that many. Relatives? Or views? Relative views. Relative views? Relative views as opposed to, like, real views. No. Views from our relatives. Ah, okay. Okay. So this is confusing. So anyways, hi, I'm Dan. This is the soul of wisdom, that other voice. If you're watching as opposed to listening, you're not seeing and you're wondering what's that voice of God. Well, the God is the producer wife her name is beth hi babe hi how are you i am good neat so we are going to discuss businessy kind of things around here hopefully have a little bit of fun not take ourselves too seriously if we do feel free to virtually whack us upside the head and we will try to do better uh yeah so there's like a thousand million negative things that we could talk about but i thought in the first segment of the first episode of the first of our podcast journey that we should discuss something fun now did you bring this to my attention or did i bring it to yours you brought it to me i brought it to you okay so i believe you'd seen reference to it on social media maybe that's it maybe that's it okay so if you're watching on the video side you are seeing this right now let's talk about lego also, if you're seeing this on the video side, you're looking behind me. Well, you were until I switched the screen anyways. And there's like a million bazillion Legos because Legos are fun. Legos are good. And I um, have just read they're uh, a significant toy company that has just recently doubled their revenue. Really? Well, that's not surprising. Everybody's been home. Yeah, that's I mean, true. what are you going to do? You're going to eat. You're going to play Animal Crossing. You're going to Netflix and chill. And you're going to do Lego. And that's about it. That's very true. I well, just realized I'm nodding and nobody can see me nodding, so I have to... You're nodding to me. I can see okay. you. My eyes are still working. <laughs> barely, but they're working. Um, and I have my glasses on, so that helps. Uh, but no, um, yeah, uh, Lego. Lego's good. I've been playing with Lego for, what, decades now. Since Except I took a little. Lego break. Yeah. But I'm out of my Lego break now. That's a good thing. So anyways... Lego right Masters up. taught us that's called the Lego Dark Ages. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, the, what do they call it? The Lego Dark Ages. The Dark Ages, yeah. Well, I'm back in the light, so that's a good thing. And you're you're playing along, too. Yeah. You're humoring me. I like being humored. I played with Legos, but I never played with Lego sets. Yeah, that's right. You were telling me that. You had just, like, like four Legos, and you had to, like, make them into a house or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I had more than four, but, but I had those... Um random assortment of pieces i had those random assortment of pieces that would you know either come from other relatives or come in those yeah i guess they're still sets but those generic variety packs and i had a couple of base plates and fair and just kind of be creative and i think i had one minifigure 
one. Oh yeah, didn't you use like Care Bears or something? I had these tiny little, I don't even know what they're called, but I had these tiny little fuzzy bears that when I was very young I used as my Lego people because they were small enough to fit through I think the Lego that, doors. I think those were officially called gas station toys. Probably. Could be wrong. All right, so I switched the screen like 20 minutes ago, so I should probably talk about this now. Um, so Lego kind of impressed the heck out of me because somebody messaged them because they were missing a piece from one of the sets that they bought. And if you've ever played with Lego, you know how incredibly rare that is. I can't honestly think of a time where I've been missing a Lego piece. And when we've thought that we're missing one, we've actually just been stupid. Yeah, It's been Every stuck time. in a bag. Or we dropped it on the floor. Or we accidentally ate it. One of those. Yes. Yes. And that don't, can happen. Don't eat Legos. Yeah, don't eat Legos. They don't taste good. And they kind of hurt coming out. Yeah. All right. So anyways, they were missing a piece. And it was from uh, uh, Lego Star Wars, the Moss Isley Cantina, which, by the way, I want. So get that for me, please. Okay. All right. Thank you. We'll oh. add it to your Christmas list oh, or your and, birthday list. And this morning, uh, I found um, uh, Stranger Things. The, um, what, what do they call that? The, the world, the flip. Oh, the upside down? The upside down. Yeah, there's a set for that. Oh, cool. Yeah, got it. I didn't that. know that. I didn't either until this morning, and I'm, I actually have the tab pulled up. We'll go into it later. Okay. All right, so anyways, uh, they emailed Lego, and Lego came back and said, Dear John, thanks for getting in touch with us and providing us that information. I am so sorry that you're missing bag 14 from the Moss Lysa Cantina. Oh, I thought they were missing a piece. They are missing a whole bag. That's a shame. That would be really obvious yeah. as soon as you started mm -hmm. building. Unless they ate it. Unless they Again, don't eat Lego. This must be the work of Lord Vader. Fear not, I've hired Han to get that right bag out that bag right out to you. The order number is blah blah. It will be arriving in the next seven to ten days or less than twelve parsecs, which is just cool because if you follow Star Wars at all, that twelve parsecs has meaning because it was funny because it was totally misapplied. Have a bricktastic day and may the force be with you. Smiley face. So here's why I love that. Of any of the interactions that you've had with any big business any time recently, can you remember a time when there was a personalized response like that? Not outside of my name. No. I mean, you know, insert order number here. There might be a little bit of personalization if something, I've had stuff missing from orders before. So, you know, they'll reference the item that was missing, but to have an actual thing personalized, it's very much a canned response. Yeah, no, it's, it, it is. I mean, when's the last time you've, uh, you've had to deal with like Amazon customer service, for example, and we love Amazon. Three quarters of our life comes from Amazon. So this is specifically to dog on them. But in the same respect, I, uh, I can't tell you the last time I've needed help from there and I've gotten anything more than like canned answers, even when you're in the chat and there's supposedly this live person at the other end, it's all prefab stuff where they're like pressing, pressing macros to generate them out. Correct. You know, I'm, I'm missing X item from my order. We're sorry you're missing X item from your yeah. order. Yeah. And it actually says X item too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't fill it in before they hit the macro. So that just makes no sense to me, but there's no... I have had that on professional emails before from companies really, where they will forget to insert things. And I've actually heard from some other um, bloggers on YouTube that who get PR that they've had canned responses like come in for, please consider this PR item. And it actually says somebody else's name. So the person sending it even forgot to switch the macro items, which would 
I wouldn't think would send a good message about your company that you're trying to promote. So is that also a dark side of the force issue like the Lego thing or is it just incompetence? It, it could be either, actually. <laughs> incompetence brought by the dark side? Yes, that could correct. Be. All right. Now, I just, you know, if there's one thing that's just really missing in this corporatized world that we have now, it's that personal connection. But it bothers me because that is one of the biggest things I think people miss out on. Um, I don't know about you, but I feel like our business success comes so much from the fact that we have very personal and fast responses yes. to people. Yes. Our average response time, friends, by the way, is like six minutes. We don't sit on anything. We get with back with people right away. Uh, and we Even do if it. it's something we have to research, we'll send them a message and tell them we have to research this yeah. so that they know we're working on it. Yeah. And and it's not an auto reply message either. We don't have auto replies turned on. No. Any of any of the things that we do, it's uh, it's trying to be personal with people, trying to make that connection, let them know that there's a human being at the other end, which is what Lego did perfectly right there. And injected um, good humor. Yeah, as well. and injected humor too. You know, it doesn't. I mean, humor may not be your thing. I'm glad it was there, so I think it was brilliant. But even if it wasn't, you know, still some kind of personal involvement and connection but it's just it's lacking and it feels like that's something that makes a difference for us and i i just shocks me that nobody takes advantage of it we have just become as a society so separated out from each other and it's funny because you have the social media and we're all carrying around phones and turning us into cyborgs probably that's the problem but we in theory are able to be connected more than ever but when we actually connect there's no there's no personality to it. there's no soul there no yeah you see the pun i did there soul, i did soul wisdom s-o-u-l-e wisdom.com by the way questions at s-o-u-l-e wisdom soul wisdom.com since i didn't plug that earlier yeah. but i'm a learning we might even turn it into a podcast segment what me learning no oh the questions oh the people question. submit them oh yeah no i want to actually but we have to have more than the three listeners, five of those three being um, relatives, being relatives. Yeah. Correct. So, so yeah, I don't know if I have much more to say on this particular matter other than learn to be personal. Don't be disingenuous with your customers. No, no, not at all. Because it, it's and you such... don't want to model as a small business corporate America oh. because they do it the worst. God, no, no, there's, um, the world is becoming so corporatized that I feel like the ones who get away from that are going to be the ones that win. I think that's where so much of our success comes is that we don't operate like a large business. We've we, never tried to model ourselves after a large business. No, nope, we operate like the people that you're hearing right now or seeing right now, flaws and all. You know, we don't we don't try to be perfect. We don't hide behind things, you know. And we try to have fun and actually connect with people. But we do try to spell things right in our responses. That's important. Yeah. And we usually maybe get it right, sort of. Correct. Yeah, yo. <laughs> we also don't use shortcuts like that. Okie dokie. We're going to take a 30-second potty break, and then we will be back with the soul of wisdom.
Mixing them beat to beat and back to back. This is the Soul of Wisdom, soulwisdom.com, S-O-U-L-E, wisdom.com. Or email us, questions at soulwisdom.com. If you are so lucky, we might even feature your email at some point. You never know. Never know. You just came up with the idea of making it a segment. Yeah, so it's very possible. Or was, I'm still confused though, or was the segment me like learning or something? No, but we could make that into a segment too. Nobody's going to want to listen to that. There might be some good lessons learned. Fair. Oh, another thing I forgot. Another lesson learned. At Soul Wisdom. Pretty much follow us anywhere on social media. At Soul Wisdom. So, anywho. Really wasn't planning on covering this today, but uh, I don't know if you noticed this morning, but we lost money. I didn't. That doesn't surprise <clears throat> me, but I didn't notice. Yeah, we lost a lot of money. So... Uh, the biggest builder in China, uh, what are they called? Evergrande uh, or Evergrande? I don't know. One of those. <laughs> One of those. Nachos Belgrande. I don't That doesn't sound Chinese. I don't know. Run to the Chinese border? Maybe. Run to the Chinese border. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, yeah, that's what they're... No, well, they're about to take over Taiwan. So I think they're going to expand their border. So yeah. maybe it's run away from the Chinese border. I don't know. Another discussion. Anyways... Um, we lost a whole bunch of money because Evergrande, uh, got, uh, their trading suspended by the Hong Kong exchange. For those of you who might not know, Evergrande being the biggest builder in China can now not pay their debt. And they, as of about 12 days ago, I think were within 30 days of defaulting. I know they've missed one or two payments. So and China isn't letting them pay back lenders outside of china anymore either correct nope they can only pay back the chinese lenders so the rest of the world is freaking out because evergrande owes the money and they might never see it anywho that caused a ripple effect and the stock market began to tank uh so that was unfortunate so it got me looking around i mean i look at business news every morning but uh it got me looking as to what specifically was uh causing us to lose five percent of our uh, investments this morning <clears throat> Sorry about that, babe. Um, so I got, again, to looking at different sites, and generally I frequent three of them. I will look at Bloomberg, I will look at CNBC, and I will look at Fox News. Fox so, Business. <clears throat> yeah, Fox Business, one of those. One of the Foxes. Fox News, Fox Business. Sometimes the, regular the Fox, Fox News is just going to talk about pretty animals and things, though. Yeah, Depends I think on that's... The day. I think that's Fox, Fox Nature. Fox Local. Fox Local. Fox Local for Ooh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So our local stations, we actually call it Puppy News because that is like all they feature is a story about a dog running around the highway here in the middle of Arizona. Every day. You'll see one. Don't know why. Anyways, <clears throat> so uh, you go to CNBC this morning and, you know, Dow tanking and they're trying to explain why and there's all sorts of of sky is falling kind of articles, but at least they're talking about it. Bloomberg, same kind of thing. And then I go to Fox Business and their lead headline as the the market was kind of collapsing this morning was all about William Shatner hopping on uh, one of Bezos's flights into space. And hey, I like me some Star Trek and I like me some Bill Shatner, but really that's the lead story. And then the one under that was how Snickers has a new flavor cinnamon bun, by the way. You'll probably want me to get you one of those. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to try that. Well, yeah, that's Let's great. see if it actually tastes like a cinnamon bun. Probably not. They're probably wishing. 
Uh, and then after that, the next article up was how Squid Game is Netflix's very popular show that they think might be one of their most popular ever. And then after that, it was Clint Eastwood and a $6.1 million CBD lawsuit that he won. And then after all of that, they started saying, oh, yeah, by the way, stock market's down. So pop culture news took the precedent for sure. On Fox business. Yes. So this got me to thinking, we've discussed this before, uh, the producer wife and I, that the media is just such, such a garbage pile. I don't know how else to put it without swearing and getting an explicit tag on our brand new podcast. Yeah, let's not do that in the first episode. Well, you can get tagged episode by episode, but still. Yeah. So anyways, I just, I don't, I don't get it. There is so much framing that goes on. So there's, there's not a whole lot of people that are going to argue that the CNBC and Bloomberg's are the more left-leaning of the news establishments as far as business goes. And for whatever reason, they both decided that we needed to discuss the fact that this guy was falling. But most people would say that Fox Business is more right-leaning, and they decided that uh, there was nothing to see here. So we're going to bury that, and let's talk about Bill Shatner. And Snickers. And Snickers. And Bill Shatner eating... he's hangry in space. Yes. Bill Shatner eating a Snickers as he's floating through space, you know, shouting, Spock, what's going on? And talking Um, about the CBD lawsuit. And talk, yeah. Well, he's texting Clint Eastwood about that. They're about the same age. They're both like, what, 137? Yeah, something Something like like that. that. Yeah. I think Clint's looking good, though. Yeah. Watched a Clint movie the other night. He was all right. I don't think William looks bad for his age either. I mean, he's been in so many things. Yeah, but he had to give up the Priceline commercials. Yeah. Now he just uh, hawks uh, CPAPs. I think that's the last thing I saw him was a CPAP commercial. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've seen that one. <clears throat> it's the CPAP or the machine that cleans it. I forget which. It's one of those. But he's like, if you're like me and you have trouble breathing at night, get a CPAP. <clears throat> I don't know. Anyways, it's so frustrating for me because I want to learn. I want to know what's going on, but everything is framed all the time. And it's, you have to work double now to go find things on your own, but it's frustrating, not because I can't do the work and I will, but I know that the majority of people will not. Yeah. So you get your favorites, you know, you're, you're, we're tribal now. So you're in one you tribe or another. You get your app pushes in the morning. You look at your headlines. Yep. And it's based on what tribe you're in, mostly. So left or right, up or down, however you want to define it. Uh, your feed gets determined by that, and then that's what you get fed, and it's all framed. So it just not only further divides us, but it makes it hard to hard to do any kind of business. Hard to understand where things are going so you know where to take what you're doing because you've got to invest all this time to go figure it out what's actually going on today yeah because neither one of them was telling the whole truth no i mean you know so cnbc and bloomberg were acknowledging the fact that the sky was falling a little bit but they were also framing it in the oh my dear lord the sky is falling we're all going to die kind of angle which isn't true either there's just some stuff going down yeah you know but present, at some point it will recover. Yeah, I'll oh, recover tomorrow. It'll bounce back. It's you know if if you can't stand the roller coaster, then you shouldn't be in the market. Any of them, especially crypto, that one's even worse. But you know, 
it's it's frustrating though again because i think the majority of people aren't going to take the time to figure that out but then how can you make good choices you know because you're reacting to whatever uh the particular sites that you frequent are telling you and how they choose to frame it whatever they're spoon feeding you that morning yeah exactly what what are we going to eat today now tomorrow it may flip and you know fox business will have the sky falling while the other two are like happy-go-lucky but there's just no consistency in any of it no um so it's it's a shame to me that journalism appears to be dead because that's something that you know we used to be able to rely on and use to help frame what it is that we would do that was one of the things that america hung its hat on yeah no exactly you know this this freedom of the press this uh movement of information but again it's ironic we talked about in the last segment how you know in theory we've got these phones and this technology to keep us more linked but we're further apart it's no different with the media no you know because you've got one one portion of the media telling you one thing another portion telling you something different and we're dividing into these groups and we're not and the truth is probably somewhere in the middle yeah we're not cross-pollinating so you never get to that middle you know the the and then you can't even have a true discussion about it yeah about what's going on you can't have banter you can't have any sort of dialogue well i mean the truth this morning frankly was just that you know there were some problems with the one company which does have some global implications but it's not like you know the worst thing that could ever happen um you know you've got facebook's down so what life will go on but those things cause a panic in the market but then how many people who don't follow who don't do research um went and made a business decision this morning based upon what they read on any of the sky's falling websites um, well facebook you know, tanked too so. yeah no it's facebook stock tanked as well yeah but i mean how many of them went and sold off yeah you know just based on that or in the same respect how many people who only look at fox business because they were all about social stuff this morning uh, didn't realize what was going on in the market and either they wanted to sell but didn't or they missed a buying opportunity yeah you know because we're all about buying the dip we're going to get stuff when it's on sale. Well, there's a big sale today. How many people didn't, you know, might have otherwise. Didn't even know it was on sale. Well, again, because this is the tough thing too. I mean, we're sitting here dogging on media right now, but ultimately it's your responsibility to go figure stuff out. Correct. And we're just, we're lazy. So much of society is lazy, which isn't, isn't, isn't just bad for business. It's bad for society as a whole. If we can't stop being lazy, I, I don't know where we go from there. So stop being lazy. Do your research. That's all I have to say. You? I don't have anything else to add. Okay. I want a water. We'll be back. Featuring the absolutely finest music that's royalty-free that you can get through a subscription service, this is The Soul of Wisdom. I am Dan, here with producer-wife Beth. Hello. Hey. Find us at soulwisdom.com, S-O-U-L-E, wisdom.com. Email us questions at soulwisdom.com, and we might even read it on a future episode. Follow us anywhere at Soul Wisdom. 
So this is a little segment that I think we should call Do As We Say, Not As We Do. Okay. You like that? I like that. Also known as we're dumb sometimes. Don't be dumb. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, we're like a business podcast and whatnot. So we should probably talk about some business things. And very early on in our Etsy journey, if you go to soulwisdom.com, you'll see a kind of a story about what it is that we do. And one of them is uh, we, we make art. Do we sound like artists? Probably not. No, I don't think so. We're artists. Guess what? Weird, huh? We make jewelry. We do paintings. We make things out of wood and resin and whatever we find on the side of the road type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, uh, we started an Etsy store years and years ago, and we got absolutely obsessed with what other people would be doing. And I think I think some of that was just probably a rookie mistake. You know, we were, we were not new to business by any stretch. Our combined uh, experience runs, what, like six or seven decades now? Yeah. I've, I'm not good at math anymore. It's a lot. It's a lot. So, you know, we're not new to business, but we were new to that space. So the question always became, you know, how is it that we're doing, are we doing enough, all of that? And we would start to uh, measure ourselves against different shops. And then specifically, we got fixated on one shop. And we got fixated there because they were doing a lot of the same things that we did, real similar stuff. Uh, producer and wife. they created their store similar time to ours, too, I believe. Yeah, they let us buy about five months. So they had a little bit of a head start, but not a lot. Yeah. But you, you were talking about this the other day. How many times on average did you refresh their page to find out how many sales they made in a day? Uh, too many that I, more than I want to admit, That's, for sure. <laughs> it was a lot. Well, I used to do the it, same thing. It became an obsession, a yeah. true obsession. Yeah. So... We got obsessed with what the competition was doing. I would track their sales numbers and if it would change during the day and by how many. And I, at one point, I was even logging it just as a reference point. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Neat. You had uh, a spreadsheet, didn't you? I, I, I didn't have a spreadsheet, but I had a Word document. <laughs> they had this many sales on this date, and it's changed this much within the week. Percent oh, up. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah, so... It was a full obsession. So I'm going to count to three, and while I'm counting to three, dear listeners, um, first podcast, so three listeners, five of whom are family members. Yes. Yes. The five relative. Five of the, the relative listeners. The relative listeners, exactly. So while I am counting to three, you think about what it is that is wrong with what we were doing. Ready? One, two, three. Do you have it in your mind? Producer wife, what did we do wrong? We shouldn't have been paying attention to what other people were doing, and we should have just been focusing all of that attention and energy onto our own business and our own successes and failures. Yeah, we were dumb. Yes, very dumb. So, you know, there's only so many hours in a day. There's only so much energy that you can devote to anything. And ultimately, there's nothing that's more important than what is going on in your business, in your world right this very moment. Yes. I can't even tell you how many years it's been now since I've even pulled up that page to check it i know I, it still exists but i can tell you I, I pulled it up a week ago oh okay and it was specifically because i also did uh one of our teachable lectures yeah by the way we do a teachable soulwisdom.com you'll find it there so 
the, the lecture was specifically on this mistake. This exact topic. And how don't be an idiot like we were. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually pulled up the pages and everything. I'm not going to do it here because, you know, there's our, uh, there are our uh, visually challenged listeners, the ones that are actually listening to the podcast. Yeah. So I'm not going to go there. But anyways, <clears throat> it was just such a waste of time looking back on it. And we can prove it was a waste of time because, well, he had a five-month head start on us. Uh, I can tell you, having looked at it a week ago or whatever, uh, we are almost neck and neck now as far as sales go. And he was always way ahead of us. He was always way ahead of us. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's a little bit of a gauge if, if you want to go there because we sell similar things at similar price points. So you can kind of look at it and go, okay, approximately this is what his sales are and this is what ours are. But we're running just about neck and neck. Um, it doesn't mean our profit margins are the same because who knows where he sources <clears throat> materials and everything. Yeah, else, no, but. that that could be different. We can only look, we can only guesstimate pure sales. But anyways, um, our feedback is better than his. Uh, we have I more. I know that. Yep, he is uh, like four stars. Where we're a solid five. Uh, our uh, uh, we have more listings, so we reach a broader audience than he does now. We have more followers in our Etsy store. Last I knew, he didn't do actual woodworking either. He so he didn't make things like sayas and knife stands. No, and no, he such just like we did. He just does rings, okay. solid wood rings specifically, or um, resin or resin rings that are cut out of solid blocks. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of a one-trick pony kind of thing. But regardless of that, good for him if his shop's doing well. You know, a rising tide. You know, lifting all boats, the more people that flock to a place like Etsy, the more likely we are to be found. So I'm fine with that. But it was ridiculous on our part to focus so much on him because it just hampered our own growth. Because rather than trying to decide, well, what is it that uh, we're doing well uh, and what can we improve upon and how can we make this, uh, this product better or how can we cut down on our production time on this while maintaining quality, how can we better package? Where can we save money? Anything like that. We're just looking at him going, oh, he sold five things today and we've not sold any. What are we doing wrong? wrong. Rather than what is it that we're doing right? What can we what can we improve upon to be better? It's just, it, it, it starts out with a negative. Well, and like you said, the rising tide, even within your, within your own <clears throat> self and your own business, if you're constantly focused on what you're doing wrong and you're not looking at any of the positives, it's even harder to grow. It's harder to dig yourself out of that hole, so to speak. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and it's interesting. I don't remember exactly where we decided that that was a bad idea. I don't either. <clears throat> I think it. I think it was one of those things that probably happened gradually because I didn't start obsessing over the shop overnight. That was a obsession that grew over time, and I think just just as it grew, it started to diminish. Yeah. But yeah. looking back on it, it's very easy to say that was a mistake of ours. No, it certainly was. Because once we stopped making that mistake, and it was probably gradually, then suddenly, like we started you know, edging off of it and then just suddenly stopped. But once we stopped that and started focusing on the things that we could control, uh, I think the business got better and better. And well, we'll never discuss our complete financial specifics on said show because it's nobody bus nobody's business but our own. But it is our, our artwork that sustains us yes. over everything else at this point. And, uh, you know, we don't, we don't live in poverty. No. So we've managed to, to take this thing and build it we into something. We are not rich by any stretch. No, I not rich, rich, but, but 
you know, we live a good American life. Yes. I would say that. So, you, you know, we, we took something and created it from nothing, and we were able to finally figure it out and build it into, again, this thing that sustains us, but how much time did we lose? How much did we set ourselves back by being obsessed over things that we cannot control? How much more quickly could we have improved upon things in our own shop if we hadn't been focusing on somebody else? Oh, undoubtedly, much faster. Um, you know, we don't we don't care what anybody else does anymore, other than we wish them success. But yeah. it it just doesn't matter, and we, I think we're better off for it because if you can focus on again the things that you can control, the things that you do. And that's where your energy goes. That's where the magic happens. Yes. Uh, there's nothing magical about pointing at the shop across the street from you and going, well, I've seen 10 customers walk in that guy's door today, but I've only had five. What's, why has he got 10? Well, that answer lies within you. What are you not doing to go get the 10? Yeah. You know, um, Facebook's down today, so there's not um, – there's not a way for me to discuss this because it's audio and stuff that I want to pull up. So a future podcast, but there was a, a person who was uh, complaining to no end that she wasn't getting the results that she wanted. And um, she was referencing all these other people who were doing this and this and this and that, but never once did she question herself about what was it that I could be doing differently to improve my own yeah. stance. The other thing, too, is you can't ever completely compare yourself to what somebody else is doing, regardless of what business you're in. I don't care if you're, you know, selling artwork like we do or if you are, you know, running a restaurant or whatever the case may be. You can always go and look and say, well, they're having success. Let's try what they're doing. You, you, it doesn't work because the basis is different for everybody. You're built on a different foundation, no matter what the business is, from place to place to place. And if you've worked for multiple companies, you know, through your life, then you know this. Yeah. I mean, even if you go from and you we know, have, and we should have known better. Yeah. If you go from like, um, you know, working from McDonald's to Burger King, for example, they're both making burgers, but they have completely different approaches, different kinds of equipment, different methodologies. Their order screens are different. The restaurants look different. The whole nine. They probably have different time standards for how quickly orders are supposed to be out, even if it's just by five to ten seconds. They're slow, still going to be slow, different. and slower. Yeah, that's that's the yeah, but you know, you just you can't you can't constantly compare yourself to what the other person's doing because uh, again, the the basis is totally different. So you got to focus on what you're doing. And I will tell you that once we figured that out and got our heads out of our collective rear ends, it was amazing what we could actually do. Yes. So, again, don't be us. No. Figure, figure that out early on. If you're obsessed about somebody right now, uh, block yourself from their pages. Uh, go for a walk, think about what it is that you can do better, and have some success. Yeah. Agreed? Yes, in both your business and personal life. Yay. I think this is the end of episode one. Did you have fun? I did. I had fun. So we should do I this again this. and not just burn it? No, I, th I think we should try again. Okay, we'll try again. All right. So until next time, visit us at soulwisdom.com, S-O-U-L-E, wisdom.com. I am Dan. That is the producer wife, Beth. Thanks for hanging out with us. And oh, by the way, because we're new, help us out. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Leave a review. Whatever it is, whatever 
format you're watching or listening to us on they all have their different rules but if you've been around the space you get the idea the more you like the more you subscribe you leave a review you share this podcast or youtube or rumble video then we can actually get out there in front of other people so it doesn't cost you a dime helps us a ton hook us up see you next time bye